What is even up? It's your boy Krebman here with my boy Heckenstein. Welcome to the Hypnotic Hotout. How are you doing? I'm doing good. <laughs> well, that's good. Very, very relaxing weekend. And then, um, slightly less relaxing week. <laughs> I Just see. Chugging away on the little bugs and improvements mm. that are still open, where open. Yeah. How about you? Um, yeah, I think I had a relaxing week. Maybe. Who's to say? Um, I certainly took it easy. Um, spent most of the week in bed, so that's nice. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I got a... I gotta fix uh, my... Some call it sever uh, severe depression. <laughs> you call it nice. <laughs> well, you know, not not getting up, not getting uh, down. Yeah, not stressing. Basically, that was the attempt. But yeah, you gotta fix my my sleep schedule. I think. Um, I think last. I mean, last night obviously I was uh, I was watching um, someone stream the wizard, so that got a little bit late. Uh, I think I went to bed at half past seven then. <laughs> so yeah, maybe I gotta see about adjusting half that. Half past so seven. <laughs> wow. <laughs> let me just uh, let me just try to log into our chat here. Mm -hmm to interact with all the things that are written there. Sure. Um, and all right, uh, now I get it. Oh, all this security. Always with this. Oh, that means you need my. No, 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 I got it. I got, it. Got, my, got my own account, you know? Oh, OK, you want to log in as yourself. Right, makes Six. sense. <laughs> Nine. Nine, yeah, nine. Okay. Seven, seven. yeah, but it's not night mode. But okay, I don't. Do you do you have your phone right next to your mic or something? I'm getting some <laughs> some interference. Does it look like that? <laughs> no, I've got it somewhere else, um, <laughs> far away. <laughs> But now it's not on silent and it's too far away for me to get. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was also wondering about mine is, but I guess as long as it's not here, we can't hear the zip zip whenever, yeah, yeah, my, yeah. whenever my wife wants yeah, to write I don't it. like that, that, that my beard is like on this one side more bushy than the other. Oh yeah, yeah. I have that with this left side too. I'm, I always find it very noticeable that it's a little bit more over here. Yeah, I do yeah. a lot of I do a lot of this to kind of <laughs> fix it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think I'm gonna rock this beard and until the new year, and then then cut down again. Mm. Oh. Yeah. So you Cheers. watch the um, Boroduri stream. Bo Boroduri. Oh yeah. Cheers. Yes, Bor I did. Um. 
So I'm I'm now like one hour and 70 minutes in. I haven't seen you in chat yet. Uh, I arrived at one hour 40. I was I was I was watching uh, Murder She Wrote, so I missed that there was a new message in the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> still um, still on the Murder She Wrote. Yes, I'm only I'm only at season five. That's not even halfway through. That's <laughs> Twelve <good>. seasons. <laughs> um, and actually, I just. There was a really, really good episode in there, and it's kind of it's kind of weird. like it's all kind of pretty good, and I'm still um, kind of impressed for like how how okay it is in terms of social issues for the right. 80s. Yeah, um, I mean, obviously, it's not perfect, but uh, kind of shows you that it's not that hard to. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like they use uh, like the ableist R word um, in one mm. episode or something like that. Or there was one about uh, a Native American that was played by an Indian actor, which, mm. you know, I guess that thing of, well, as long as it's vaguely brown, that's other enough. <laughs> it's a bit weird, but it's, uh, I find it interesting that the minorities are never, like, it's always on the side of minorities. Mm. Like in sort of a, like this whole story is like that the the Native American guy has uh, a claim to the land that the town that Murder She Wrote takes place in, um, yeah, built is built on. So he kind of owns the town, and then there's a murder, of course, and and it's never that the in the, that the uh, Native American uh, is the bad guy, uh, and it even kind of takes a little moment to explain the history of that, you know, that in a conversation of why did you have to be so aggressive about it? You know, he goes through like, uh, when has, you know, being calm about this, stuff, what has that gotten us? It has gotten us this, this, and that, and diseases from overseas and stuff like that. And it's, uh, it's kind mm. of interesting. That's cool. So and it's an American it's... series, not, not an English one. Yeah. The, the lead actress is British, but, uh, the series yeah. is an American one, I think. Okay. Um, hmm. So it's kind of interesting. And of course, um, Jessica Fletcher, the lead character, is always kind of a white savior type character. But also in a way that's not like it's her all show. white people are like that. It's like Jessica Fletcher is like that and white people kind of suck. <laughs> <laughs> so to, to a certain degree, like it's not super woke, woke or anything. You know, it, um, mm. I, I always find it interesting because obviously I, I start to cringe the second there's you know, these topics discussed. You know, watching something from '84 talking about racial issues, <laughs> uh, but so far it's always like kind of. So I feel like this should be the baseline for when we say, "Yeah, but it was the time." It should be that, not because people obviously knew and could do better. No. Not perfect, but at least close. That does sound. I mean, I guess you would need to do more research into that, but it sounds like. Maybe that was a that was a better place, and then it it uh, got worse again. Maybe, and then now we we. I think it's always been worse. And there's only a couple of things that tried something interesting with it. Okay, hmm. it's also because kind of the very, character. It's very uh, mainstream of a TV series, right? I mean, yeah, I'm actually surprised. It's kind of I I recognize a lot of old timey actors. Uh, like everyone's in that. Like there was Billy Zane and who was the other guy? Sorry, something. Ah, I forgot. 
That was something where I thought, wow. Oh, uh, George Clooney. And Ooh. So it's kind of interesting. A lot of people, I don't know if that was before they got their big breakthrough or something, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised that it, it mm. seems to be rather um, a rather big thing that I just didn't know about because I was very small when that was out. But it's really cool. So yes, I was watching that and then I see the notification that... Poor Deary. Um, yeah. Streaming our wizard. And then I oh, watched can we, that. Can we go, go, go one, one step back? Because uh, you said the, the use of the R word. And I was wondering, I saw recently uh, like an old-timey informational video about... Um, not about, yeah, about mental health patients mm -hmm. maybe i'd say it like that yeah. and then and they had like categories and the r word was was actually just the the worst form of mm -hmm. that and then um stuff that you don't even i mean not necessarily think of uh, where the others above so i think like if you're just a little bit um you are uh stupid and then after that you're an idiot <laughs> Yeah, so that was the medical yeah. categories. Yeah, these, these are medical well, medical categories. Mm. Yeah, and then comes the R word. Mm. So I'm wondering how much um, how much of that is still like in in these other words too. Like, uh, should we shouldn't we say idiot and stupid anymore? I don't think uh, I use these very often, but well, I actually I think. Uh, that those are also like I've been I've had this article open uh, about how stupid is an ableist slur. Mm. Um, it's very long, so I'm, I feel like I never have the time to actually read it. But uh, I uh, <laughs> I I love those words, you know. <laughs> and um, the the part that I read of the article and I wanted to check it out uh, more fully um, was sort of talking about how. Well, the problem with slurs is, of course, that you want to insult and hurt a person, and mm. that uh, in the end that may hit the wrong target, right? Uh, because it's, of course, always the most vulnerable who get who carry the brunt of that. Like if we normalize um, calling people stupid, then of course mm. uh, people who are differently abled or something. Um, is that the correct uh, neurodiverse? I think. Um, yeah, neurodiverse. Um, they of course then get, and then that, that was the part where I was like, because I really want, I want to call like right wingers and stuff stupid because I feel like mm -hmm. that's just <laughs> part of me is like that it need it feels appropriate also because people are like so hung up about uh, smarts. Um, that's such a fun insult, and I want to hurt these people, you know, because they're assholes and they hurt people. I want to hurt them back by, with a hurtful insult. Mm. Um, but of course, uh, if a person hears that who has been called um, stupid all their life, been bullied for being different and stuff, then that obviously becomes a different thing. And, and yeah, those, those are the types of uh, things where I then kind of start to get what the problem is. Because of course, mm -hmm. to me, I only want to call those people stupid, and I don't think that the other thing is stupid or should even be the category. 
I also felt the way about the outward, you know, that it's like, no, disabled people aren't that, and that's stupid. I just, yeah. Differently abled? Differently abled? Yeah. Different. Yeah, it may be that, wait, let me check if that's differently abled. No, I think I just made that up. I think neurodiverse is probably the best, best way to describe that. Um, yeah, I mean, it changes, of course, uh, what people are comfortable with. And um, hmm. Okay, it is discouraged. Okay, so differently able, it is discouraged. Hmm. Um, okay, then not that. Because of the, the different... Because that's, that's not what we're trying to do to categorize people into different pots. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna, gonna read up on this as well. <laughs> <laughs> Some homework to do, okay. <laughs> Get yes. a quiz you next time. <laughs> but yeah, I guess in general, it is a good idea to like yeah, get rid of anything that is intended to be a, a hurtful term. Because even yeah, if I want to target that at my ideological enemies, I yeah. end up hurting yeah. people in the crossfire. But it's not even it's not even limited to to that, right? If you just say, "Ah, oh, that's stupid," yeah. to describe like something or a movie or just a situation. I guess it uh, it perpetuates a certain type of thinking about. Hmm. It's just that these words are so ingrained in our vocabulary. Absolutely, and of course, this is going to be a tough one for me, because yeah. I say that all the time. Like that's yeah, that's so in there. <laughs> yeah, for me, for me, it's the the guys, mm. you guys. Yeah, it's just it rolls off the tongue so so easily. Yeah. Uh, but of course, like these 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 expressions uh, were created by the people who were have all the the power and um yeah and uh changing this should be the right thing to do and it's not it's it's not yeah it's not hard it's just it um it takes some effort it takes some um practice practice and you've got to be like off maxim uh Max um, yeah. Cautious. Uh, con con conscientious? No. Maybe. Conscientious? conscientious? Yeah, well, that's something different, right? It's if you are... Attentive? Well, attentive, yeah. Considerate? Yeah. Thoughtful, even mindful, mindful, observant, so, keen. <laughs> okay, and I go, go with conscientious. <laughs> so that would be gewissenhaft. Oh. Yeah. I think I'm a very conscientious pe person, maybe two. So this, uh, yeah. Oh, hello, Wendersil and VM Bommel, which is Anna, Anna Them. Right. Hello, hello. Um, yes. So. Um, do you wanted to talk a little bit more about the, ah, the stream, 
stream, the stream, the stream. In the stream. Yeah, I kind of, I don't know, we don't have much of a, a um, to-do list for today, right? So We really maybe. don't, yeah. So I'm just, I'm just going to let this run in the, behind us while we chat about it. Um, so yeah, uh, and so I watched it. I uh, got in at one hour forty, abouts. So in the in the third goblin level, that's <laughs> where I joined. But then I also uh, that's why I, it got so late. Then I was <laughs> a, awake again. Uh, you know, because I was tired, like at two ish when I wanted to go to bed, and I was like, "Oh, there's the stream." So I went in there and I. <laughs> Uh, watched it and then I was awake again. So I watched the beginning, the beginning ninety minutes, and and yeah, it was uh, very very charming and fun. I also kind of really like that uh, two people playing dynamic. Yeah, um, it's just conversation happening, and uh, hmm. you know they're figuring stuff out together, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And yeah, it was just really. Really fun. I always like watching people play this, uh, especially for the first time. It's like very interesting to, yeah. um, to see how people, yeah, take it in. How they start to understand the game. How they figure out the, the strategies and stuff. Um, that's I guess yeah. And he he was really perfect. Hmm. Like for all all our players would be like that. Um, alert, conscientious. <laughs> they, would, <laughs> they would figure it out like much, much easier. I mean, he he actually read like um, that you can drag the tiles. He kind of forgets it every now and then, I think. But um, yeah, that that I really liked uh, that he read that he um, he didn't want to to wait a turn. <laughs> In the tutorial that I found funny because <laughs> he, he was afraid that he would get hurt, but uh, he figured that out as well that that he wouldn't have. And um, yeah, all in all, he yeah, really, really um, like ecstatic about every health potion. That was um, that was really nice. Also, when they found the new spells and stuff, and I was like, "Oh, that's really cool. That's really good. Yeah, that's yeah. that's really fun." Um, I guess it maybe more for the, the viewers than the game, but still makes it fun to watch as a developer because <laughs> you feel really good. And ah, that dramatic reading. Oh, yes, really there is. Yeah, you should. <laughs> the, the final one is uh, for the professor. He then does yes. like the cool guidance counselor. That is, <laughs> I really like that. It's true, Kevin. Don't you want <laughs> <laughs> It's really... <laughs> Um, yeah. By the way, uh, about the waiting thing, I think something that's that I saw people confused by in this level are the watery spots here. Yeah. Um, I, I think it doesn't read as not being able to walk on that. Maybe we can mm. do something about that. Yeah, say, same in the third level, right? That's something the, I think uh, Red King... Um, the water water? Yeah. That, 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 that doesn't read... Uh, like water immediately, and I think in the blue in the mm -hmm. draw level as well, 
Was it Wendesil who thought that was yeah. uh, they were walls mm. at some point? And I wonder if we just uh, could create a little animation. I think that would make it, make it clear immediately. Yeah, I saw you add that to thing. I just uh, thought in the first one because I mean, if you're in these ones, you can kind of figure it out because there's obviously a walkway over something that you can't go on. But in the first one, you don't obviously have. Obviously, it's always a problem. I think. Well, <laughs> what I mean is, in the first one, you don't have the water context. You just suddenly have a tile where there's something there, but you don't yeah. quite know why can't you walk on this because there's no tube or anything, mm -hmm. and especially which I mean jump back quickly especially with the one where they were waiting because there yeah. is a little bit of a brick there and it's not super clear that you can't step on yeah. that so i think they thought it would come close and hit you diagonally because of that ah right because of that yeah okay that's weird it's also weird like i think red king said that uh rats can swim and they they should probably but um well not these kind well, what I thought was a fun idea when they first got in here um, into the drows. Um, it's so they figured it was water, but what they were wondering is, can I freeze the water and then walk over it? <laughs> and walk yeah, over. That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that too, but that would probably introduce a whole slew of problems. <laughs> Like, does it melt again? Or does yeah, it, if you're it on melts. it, if it melts? Does it melts and then you fall down. <laughs> <You're still laughs> you just it. die. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you're getting wet. You know that wizards can't swim. <laughs> That's true. Um, but yeah, so this was uh, really a lot of fun to see. Um, hmm. So yeah. Uh, and I'll probably check out some more of what he's doing. Kind of enjoyed the vibe. Um, yeah, well, I want to yeah. do a highlight of Wendesit stream maybe too, and Womba. Yes. At least I think that these two streamed the game as well. Wasn't there somewhere someone else even? Um, I. Oh, you 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 came in with the Hypnotic All Games account. Yes. <laughs> I want All to official. Be... <laughs> to be sure that oh wait now that's us thanks for hosting Renzi. <laughs> as always yeah wait where do i find this videos ah there we are i mean we we, we saw when this is we were there obviously yes. but still i wanna <laughs> sure oh of course, you are now. All right. <laughs> no, it's the wrong side again. Oh, I'll put you underneath. <laughs> it's easier. <laughs> yeah. Two point. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's look, interesting. Uh, hmm? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, if you want to go on about that yes i, I do because i found it really so like um as i was watching that you know i start to notice things that are different than they used to be and that's kind of a kind of an interesting experience um i feel like especially like there was a new update just recently that changed a lot of stuff about the enemy behavior right hmm. um because yeah i started really to notice like that's not how i know this game 
So it, like, it kind of looks like the game that I know by heart, but uh, it's... But, but the truth is that a lot of the these behavior changes, there were already in the old game. So for example, that I, I sorted like uh, the enemies mm -hmm. uh, in their turn order by how far away they are from, from Kevin. Mm -hmm. That was always in the game. I mean, it, it, I think it, it was an update that uh, I did before the release recent just for the classic release mm. like like six years ago also but yeah that was always in there yeah but i mean i haven't actually played this version i just tweak it and i don't play it <laughs> um and of course i watched uh when this is stream but um i feel like there was something that was different now or maybe i didn't pay attention as much uh, it's it's just there's a little bit of an not really uncanny valley because it's not unpleasant. It's more exciting, like mm -hmm. sort of a, ooh, this works like that now. I would have expected them to move and act like this. And, and it's uh, mm -hmm. basically things are changed up a bit. And it's, <laughs> it's kind of fun. Yeah, it's true. And I, I looked at, because... Uh, the, the skeleton level that's what i wanted to go at um the maze we just saw before because that's like such a tough level for many people mm -hmm. also the spiders and they just breezed through that um yeah. i think minnesota didn't have too much of a problem there either mm -hmm. uh, including like the the vampires so yeah, we're thinking about like making skeletons um, vulnerable to ice, and then yeah, either I don't know, letting them. I'm not sure to be honest. Um, that that's the problem why I didn't do it until now because I, I'm not sure how I how I would do vulnerable to ice. Are they like frozen for two turns? I think that makes it too strong. And or just slower for a couple more turns. That's also meh. Um, yeah, I think uh, Hexenwerk said maybe like with the lava golem, he should maybe get damage from freezing, but not be affected by it. That's certainly interesting. That would be, yeah. Also, if you give him life back, if you burn him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that's that's something I, I will probably do. Um, but... Did you notice, by the way, in the vampires, you also see it again later if you finish the other stream, um, the invisibility only works once. And then if you cast it again, you don't get invisible. It takes away what? your... Did you notice that with the vampires also? The vampire was invisible once and then it did it again, but it just did the puff and didn't get invisible. Yeah, that's true. I saw that. And that happens later when they try to like play levels later. Yeah, there's a there's either something broken. I wasn't sure if you were trying to uh, do something no. there to keep people from just running through the level invisible. <laughs> no, no, that's a bug. Let, let me add that to the list. Fix invisibility can't be caused twice. Yeah. Wonder what that is. 
probably something stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, again, as I saw that, like, uh, remembered how I would go through the maze. I don't want to do anything else. I don't want to change anything there. Yeah, I also, um, I think it's actually fine the way it is. Um, and I was thinking some more about because we've had these uh, these conversations that I'm that I'm very against making things too easy, <laughs> and I had to kind of suss out what of that is just you know hardcore gamer elitism and yeah. uh, what actually bothers me. And I think what what I find really important in this level is to learn the ice around the corner and then shock mechanic, yeah. and. So I feel like that definitely needs to stay something that people have to learn. And if they die 10 times until they figure it out, then that's just how it has to be. Because if they don't learn well, that, they don't learn how to play the game for the rest of I the game. I don't think they, they have to die 10 times. Okay, maybe 10 times. May, no, not that they have to, okay, but, but if they do, then but, we don't make it so easy that it never happens yeah. and they never learn the mechanic. That's more Exactly. I, mean. I, I think we... So, so I had the idea with the making them vulnerable to ice. Because then you would know that you need to do ice. This is something you need to do. Ice. Okay. This scene here, by the way, the sidelines are different. That thing should have seen you by now, but you have to get yeah, damage yeah. to beat it. Yeah, the sidelines are very different. Um, <laughs> that's something I, I talked about in the stream today as well. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, that skeleton is tough. <laughs> the, Top left skeleton is tough. Um, uh, and actually, I don't mind that. I mean, you right now you have to lose one heart to get there. I, so you can only I'm, get that special upgrade if you have enough health. I'm not sure you have to. No, you do, because probably, this has two probably. and a half hearts, and it only notices you when you either hit it from the corner or when yeah. you go into its sight. Otherwise, it doesn't see you and doesn't come close enough. And that means it's always too close for you to hit it three times without being hit. But since that is right, guarding sure. a special upgrade, like a vitality yeah. thing, I kind of like it. But yeah, yeah. it's certainly I mean, different than it was. <laughs> yeah, I think it's okay. But yeah, the, the sidelines are a problem. If you pause now... Pause now. Right. Uh, or, I don't know. Do you have the game in the background somewhere where you can we can demonstrate or Unity open or something? I do not. Okay, well, then it's not that important. But <laughs> if you so the thing is, I'm working with with line of sight, mm -hmm. so I'm I'm sending from the middle of the tile to the middle of other tiles to check if there's something in between. And this is a problem on um, if they're if it's going diagonally. Mm. If you're standing like right next to it diagonally, you will see it, but just one one speck, you won't see it again. For example, mm. and I think I had this problem too with uh, with classic. Yeah, I'm not sure uh, how I fixed it. I think I. I, I made the like the what in, in Unity is the the box, the collider, the collider boxes just smaller a little bit mm -hmm. on the edges, so it would go through the edges. Another yeah. way would be to 
send um, from the edges, from the yeah, from the corners of, of the tile you're standing on to the middle of the others to see if there's one that can be, um, yeah. How did you use I, to do that? Uh, not, I don't remember. As I said, I think I used to 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 make the colliders a bit smaller. Did we? But it could, but it could could also have been um, just doing uh, doing it from the edges or something like that. I mean, did we have colliders in the original? Wasn't that? Yeah, like... not really colliders. I think we worked on the sprites, maybe. But yeah, maybe maybe just something that, that needs to be improved. Maybe it's fine. I'm not sure. Maybe it's fine. <laughs> mm -hmm. Let's see, what are you doing here? I'm kind of at a point where there's so much things I still want to do and want to improve. I'm I'm waiting for people to point stuff out yeah. to fix it because that, that for me is like, okay, that's something people can notice. Maybe I should improve that <laughs> because, yeah, I, I often just... Uh, do stuff that nobody notices <laughs> i think then sometimes that's cool because it's like the the little, little bit that makes something really interesting i think or like a work of work of art or a work of uh, your heart's desire i don't know a work of passion Your passion yeah that's a good word yeah <laughs> uh yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there something else I wanted to say? I don't know. Yeah, right. Uh, so the maze level. I don't think um, the solution should be to make the, the 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 level easier, but give the player some more help. So maybe when they when they die over and over again, we should do a pop up. Hey, do you remember that spell? You just learned it. <laughs> you can do this or that. You know. Just tell them if they don't find it by themselves. Just tell them, listen. What you need to do is use um, ice and then shock. I guess. Just the people who don't understand. Yeah, and I think we need to. Yeah, I I, I want to uh, increase uh, make the the tunnel levels a little bit better for fire. Mm -hmm tunnel levels like this one uh yeah because of they are now alerted uh, i think i already told that in the in the chat mm -hmm. then they usually they acted immediately now you have like a turn and then it makes sense to freeze them but when you freeze them you can't you can't burn them with the fire spell so the fire spell becomes much less interesting and i've seen like borodirir um, use um, lose the shock spell to destroy all all the stuff and that's usually something I do with the fire spell with the fire breath and I think it would be great if, if this would be you know that each spell has its use and I feel like the fire breath now uh, is missing it's missing something to be more applicable in more situations Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I was just wondering if there's something 
Is I mean the the combination of freeze and shock is really powerful, and very necessary. If there's yeah. something that can be done, then there's other spell combinations that have also this. So you really have the option to have different playstyles. Because I guess right now you kind of still need the freeze shock playstyle mainly. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know what that would look like. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Hmm. But yeah, it's, it's what a lot if? of fun to to be in a situation to what to watch people play the game and then um, yes find stuff to to improve and have the time. Yeah. I was just thinking, what if you could upgrade the ice? Like if we do, um, and we talked briefly about doing more. Or if like a skill tree type thing would be um, mm. something feasible. If you could upgrade ice to not be affected by fire so that you can, yeah, yeah. use the combinations and stuff like mm. that. Yeah, I wonder if this would maybe, ah, well, yeah, that could be, that could be a cool thing. Like that it's, it's not uh, cancelling, but it's overwriting. Yeah, sort of that it's, um, I mean, of course, you would have to then level ice mostly to get, I mean, especially if we have like a mana or that you only get the XP from like actually affecting something so you can't mm -hmm. grind in thin air, um, then I think there could be a balancing be reached there that if you have uh, fireproof ice, that takes a lot of practice and work with one spell so you have it's kind of powerful but you also didn't have the time to level up other things so it is kind of a choice in in play style hmm. yeah hmm. yeah cool stuff. <sighs> I mean, yeah. yeah so when when it says in chat uh that uh, fire breath because of the new spreading mechanic where it goes around one corner mm -hmm. he used it more because mm -hmm. it makes it more powerful that's certainly something i i like as well not even sure if this was the case in the old one uh, they don't didn't go around the corner they, well, they went it. up as far as they could and then spread yeah feels just it feels nicer i, I think yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah. good. <laughs> Pretty good. Indeed. Yeah. So, um, do we want to talk about the launch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the launch. I guess that also happened at some point. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, guess most of you were there uh can give you a little update about how it's going and um i guess it was a soft launch huh <laughs> <laughs> very soft yes yeah i mean we sent out like the press releases the day of or a day before a day before yeah so we yeah it wasn't didn't schedule like 10 people to immediately 
uh, rate the game. So we have a rating. I think they, they could have been, we could have done a lot more to make this like an optimal launch, but also given that it's, um, that it's just early access, mm. I think many outlets don't really care. Yeah. But at least, I mean, we, we have a lot of streamers now that <laughs> email us or a lot of people pretending to be streamers. <laughs> we'll we'll see if there if we we'll have some word of mouth um thingy going for us. Yeah, it's that that part is really interesting because the key scamming that obviously happens and we're just getting bombarded with requests for free keys and everyone's working in teams of two or three, so they need two yeah, or three everyone, keys. Everyone needs to. It's also, why do we need two? Because we have two editors who write about the game. And then <laughs> we're, we're, we're. Yeah, sure, sure, That's, sure. You That's interesting. I mean, of course, I... So my, my, my basic checking of uh, what we're getting there is, I mean, we kind of said, you know, whatever. It's not like we're losing sales. Hmm. Um or anything uh but i still do like a basic check so sometimes people write with the email address of a very unknown youtube person and then when you check their email on their youtube there's like there's no s in the end or something like that and yeah. like this isn't that production but the email you got is from this isn't that productions and things like that so obviously i don't send it to those people but there's a lot of um, emails i'm getting that come from various foreign um, game review sites. And when you go on them, they have loads of reviews on there, also for like years. But these sites all look the same. The emails look the same. Uh, they have the same formatting, the same HTML tables with the same colors, how they have the emails and stuff. And so that looks like a really elaborate scam. You know, it looks like a legitimate, like a small... Yeah review community i mean so far i'm still sending them that i'm giving them the benefit of the doubt and i'm just gonna like if there's no review up in a week or two then i'm just gonna invalidate all the keys i'm keeping track of who i send what so well these are scammers for sure oh absolutely Um, it's 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 kind of interesting like how how far they go like there seems to be a template that people can set up and it just populates the whole thing with hundreds of reviews it's it's interesting <laughs> yeah that's the it's it's what the, these russian uh, key key scammers i think um started doing yeah. um to just to, to look more legitimate they would set up just a website and they're basically just um they're just collecting <laughs> just collecting games in their in the library for some reason that seems to be a thing like people bragging with how many games they have on steam and then mm. for that reason <laughs> building a website and <laughs> writing all all new developers yeah but yeah i don't know i think to to some extent i'd like to um i don't like the that like the obvious scammers. I mean, I, I want to give it to every like, little streamer, no matter how small they are. 
yeah no no questions asked but i don't like like people if trading the keys i think that's where where i draw the line mm -hmm. it's okay if you want just a key for your collection okay if this is so important to you go ahead but um don't 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 give it to other people like don't trade these keys and i'm wondering because i get i get emails as well at my private email and my private but my personal work email if they're writing us both in yeah. the hopes that we they get keys from each of us <laughs> well unfortunately for them i don't answer <laughs> i leave it all to you <laughs> yes and that's what i've been doing most of this week just and yeah i'm pretty oh, sure by the way, it's useless yeah i think i think we should might maybe set up a key mailer or wovid mm -hmm. i think we have company accounts on both and we did this for um the pepper prince as well did just we? feed, feed the thing with a couple of um keys and then yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do <laughs> you want to go on uh, Vomba's stream for a bit? Uh, See what, what... What's the... I think it's Vomba. <laughs> hmm. Okay, that's not, that's not that. Um... Womba, Womba entertain. Okay. Yep, Womba um, and then unterstrich entertain. Yeah. I did not see that. Yeah, I think I missed that too. But looked into it. All right, that's when the sill. With the answer to. I think that's like the oldest version as well that we are seeing now. Oh, wow. Did they play the last level for like three hours? <laughs> that's how you get playtime. <laughs> oh. Did, uh, by the way, did you see, uh, the, if Borodiri, um, finished the game? Yes. Yes. Um, uh, of course you, you, you told me, uh, you read the last pages. So, <laughs> uh, Yes, the, well, he wanted to uh, stop after the first academy one, and then they asked, mm. or like his uh, buddy was like, there's only two more levels, aren't there? And then it was like, yes, and he was trying to breeze through, and that's where they noticed the invisibility problem. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, but they managed to run past the demon in the last one. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was, it might have been impossible last time, but... Yeah, we could like um, make the uh, the demon spawn the exit, so you have to kill him. Spawn the exit? Oh, mm -hmm. I see, I see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so much cool stuff to do. Yeah, today, um, I don't know, for people who didn't watch my stream, today I uh, did some some improvements with the so the spell levels will be a lot tougher <laughs> you will have to do 50 but uh, for the first level for example but then we'll add some spell pages so you get some 
we can collect some um, points. I'm also wondering about um, making making it possible to just level up the spells by doing them without hitting anything. Mm -hmm. <sighs> but I'm I'm so uh, I don't like it because I feel like it should be possible to just practice the spells if you choose to. Doesn't you also really don't need to hit anything with this. I, I feel like you do. I mean, you're using magic to affect something. It's not just to affect the air. And so I feel like that's, it's kind of like you need a training partner for sword fighting or whatever. <laughs> but it's just a spell you cast by yourself. Yeah, but it's, okay, whether it's realistic or makes sense or whatever, I think it's like not a fun mechanic that you can just grind by casting it in the air. Mm, yeah, like. that's the problem. I mean, when when this Borodivi mm. dude noticed that, that he was also, he's like, ah, and he just did one spell to level it up and head. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that either. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe I'll I'll do a I'll prevent that tomorrow <laughs> because if the spells are are like higher, I I can see like people getting upset that their spell was downgraded and just going <laughs> repeating it and that that doesn't sound like fun. That's not something I want to uh, make people do. Mm. Yeah. yeah. We'll see um, because yeah, it's it's a bit too fast that how people level up their spells, and then yeah, that I fixed the shock and uh, mm. the little bit of other stuff like the the spider webs are now uh, much nicer. So now you can walk walk through uh, the little parts. Ah, uh, nice, nice, nice. And, yeah, yeah. That is nice. Oh. Um, do we want to look at or talk numbers? Or is that... Well, we're not. I mean, it's a bit disappointing. It's not really a question for the stream, but um, do you check uh, Ankita's account now? I do gone? not, actually. Yeah. It's true, I should. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm just going to read Wendisil for a second here. Yes, please. Yeah. So the question with the bosses, um, yeah. Having to defeat him to get a key or something to progress. Yeah. I think something like that would, would probably be appropriate. So you can't just sneak past all the bosses. Definitely. Although, then again, why not? I mean, I guess at least in the last level, it kind of makes sense that the exit appears when you actually clear it. It's as small yeah. as that is, you can so easily walk around them. Yeah. Yeah, well, I added it to the to the list. I'll definitely look into it. Yeah. And then one thing which could help about grinding is to use purposed mana system. Yeah, 
And another yeah. thing would be if enemies react to spells which go near them. Yeah, that, that's something I maybe even will be implementing tomorrow. We'll see how, how tough it is. Um, yeah, the elves just standing there when the huge fireball goes off right next to them. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> not, it's not looking good. Let's <laughs> it's, it's, say that. <laughs> Doesn't look good if this happens. Yeah. I would also find it interesting when if the AI had like if various uh, creatures have different quirks or things that they are kind of smart about. Yeah. Like right now, the way that I mean, I think it's because of uh, the rats, right? That they walk as close as they can to you and then walk a step back if they have another action left. But uh, in some regards, that makes puts them out of range of the fire. And I feel like that's kind of, if some enemies would be aware of that, or actually at some point I was also thinking yesterday if it, was, it wouldn't be cool if if some enemies could also do the shock. Um, yeah. But I forgot which level that was, where I was like, oh, that would be neat if right here they could do that to you also. <laughs> Probably yeah. a very tight one. I'm going to give them more spells. That, that's that's something too. Yeah. They have they have like small things where they just are kind of smart uh, about the the way you play that and react to it or run away if all their buddies are being hit or something. Yeah, <laughs> like, like rats running away from fire maybe would be a cool thing, stuff like that. But I, I need to to like fix the basic um, yeah, sure. the basic AI first and then then real see about like uh, different behaviors but that's that's something I, I i definitely want to do because it makes just makes it much more interesting uh, and when we have like a daily dungeon or like a mm. um, a generated dungeon for the roguelike mode i think it will become uh, boring if you just have the same enemies over and over again because then the level design will not be as um as designed as it is right now yeah so, I don't know, the Steam backend isn't loading for me for some reason. Hmm. Well, but we didn't do huge numbers. I think that's safe yeah. to say. <laughs> we are, we're still like uh, in the two digits, in the low two digits, oh, I think. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think I think right now we have like about 20 that were activated. That's... Uh, I guess a part beta tester and maybe some of those that I sent out. And mm. I think 25 sales or something like that. So, mm. so not, not really what you want to see, but also I kind of, I ended up uh, naming this episode postpartum apathy. Mm. It's kind of, I also kind of really don't care right now. Yeah. Okay, if we put it out and it's like just another Tuesday. Yeah, it kind of is, right? I'm also not upset. Mm. It's just, it's like it is. Uh, I still have hope that eventually people will find this game and uh, tell it to their friends, maybe. Yeah. Because it's a good game and it, it worked for the old one, right? I mean, we had lots of players of the old one. Yeah. So it should be, we'll see. 
Yeah, if it's a good game, I don't know. It should find a player base at some point. I figure. One should hope. Um, yeah, I guess we'll see. But I'm kind of wondering if that it was uh, as successful in Congregate and stuff is down due to that there's a lot of crap on Congregate. Now that it's on Steam, it's not as remarkably good. I mean, the most. Yeah, way more games on Steam as well. Yeah. And of course, also better because that's, that's I remember that a lot, most reviews mention that, that they can't believe that a game of this quality is out there for free. Kind of thing. I think there were like at least two, three people out of the five <laughs> that mentioned that. And yeah, well, we'll see. Uh, I think we we still have like the the full release. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, it is certainly nice. Um, to see the the number, the the money, the gross go up because for once it's a more expensive game. Yeah, yeah, it's really good that we didn't uh, push it down to like fourteen euros. Yes, and we had uh, thought about. So I think we've made right now three hundred bucks before taxes. So. <laughs> That's like almost a mini job salary for one month. <laughs> At least it's enough for Steam to to wire the money. <laughs> They're sending us the monthly reminder that Pepper Brits doesn't make a lot of money. That's so it's... annoying. <laughs> this email. I'm sorry, but you make so lot not enough money for us to wire you anything of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, um, but I did notice that earlier you were when you were doing your dev stream, there were a bunch of people in there. I mean, maybe it was all bots or something, but uh, the list was at least twice as long as it is right now. Uh, probably bots. I think there were only two people, and it was me and you. <laughs> only Wendell, of course. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sure, sure. Hmm. Can you talk about how you decided for the price of the game? Well, we, we did some research. Um, I know, do you want to show the table? Why not the table? Come on. The table. Where do I find the table? Uh, okay, uh, that would be projects. No, that's wrong. Okay. Again. What is the file called? I'll just search uh, it. All right, yeah. Hypnotic All Projects. The Wizard was Harder Edition. Oh, it's. No, it's marketing. Sorry. Marketing. And there we have. Uh, with Harder Marketing. And then there was harder market research. So let's see. Where do I? Ooh. Oh. And I can more easily switch between the windows I actually want to use. 
nice niceness okay so there's something there uh, yeah. right now we're kind of yeah, can you make it a little bit bigger maybe like but then we have in control way. yeah right so we looked at a couple of games i think that's not even all right there are a couple of tabs at the bottom you're in the tactical rpgs look at the crawler tab much bigger yeah so that's what we we looked at uh i just went through all through through steam uh looked up games that looked similar played similar were similar to games that looked or played similar then i, I took their genre um the score and then their price yeah, and then the reviews, of course, to estimate the sales they made and the revenue they made and release year. And then I, I looked at a couple more things like, is it really random or is it a, just a story? Is it pixel art or not? Um, yeah, whatever else there is. Is there something? Ah, has it, does it have a campaign? Is it asymmetric? Uh, and is it ugly? <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Ana An Ananias roguelike, I, I, it's got pixel art, but it's ugly. <laughs> One quest is ugly. Uh, I am overburdened. I thought it was pretty ugly. Yeah, and it just looked. Then at the bottom, you can see um, calculated like um, what it like the um, the median price or the medium price and then um cooked it looked at the years and their scores and the prices there but at the end we i guess we should have gone with like the 14.99 the highest price that they had but we decided against it because we thought we always take the the lower price and um i don't know we, we felt confident that our game would be worth more than the 14.99 and then we just argued about it should it be 24.99 which i think will be like the price after early access and i i wanted to do 21 euros because i've heard somewhere that 21 uh, your brain kind of mixes the numbers up and it feels like 12 euros so it feels cheaper than it is so 29.99 was was uh something we talked about and then I wanted to go down okay let's let's do instead of the 21 because uh yeah because you said you don't want um there to be a 20 involved so yeah. i thought like 1999 but it was not enough for you <laughs> no i also i looked at none of this i just went by gut feel and i was like this needs to be more expensive than 14 but it shouldn't be 20. so just just one below 1899 so that feels still like okay this is an unfinished game that's fine it's not 20. i mean if it was 20 then it would need to be perfect but at 1899 that's fine and the same thing with the 2499 i feel like that's what it's gonna be worth it can't be 30 because then we're getting into dangerous territory of hellblade and stuff <laughs> but at 25 i think that's yeah. perfectly fine hellblade really really was um yeah yeah, apparently a great game. I want to play it, but 
damn, is it cheap. It's much too cheap for, for how it looks. Much too cheap for how it looks. Um, but then uh, we, of course, we looked also at, uh, because like the two kinds of people, right? People who buy the games and people who wait for sales to buy them. So if we have 18.99 and we have the 15%, uh, what's that? How can I calculate that? <laughs> Uh, I can just do this, right? No, what? Okay, now I have the it loaded. So, 1899. 15%, 15% um, is the 16 something we have now, and I think like 15, 16 euros. Maybe it would have been better if we, we went under the 15 but no no way uh, no i'm i just mean when when you uh, apply the 50 per, 15 percent but that's that's not a usual um sale right it's just a sale for when you release so 18 99 minus uh, 25 percent then you are under the 15 euro so 14 euro would that be i think that's a nice one and then of course if you go um 50%, then we are under 10 euro, hmm. which is nice, but not too low. Um, 50%, yeah, then it's like nine, nine euro and 50 cent. And I don't think we're gonna, we're gonna have, yeah, something less than 50, like more than 50% sale. I'm not seeing it for, for the next couple of years. So, oh no, it's not necessary. Yeah, it but so that's the thing I, I look at. It's it's how how does the price look when it's on sale, because that's probably the most important number. It's not the the normal price, but it's the sale price. Mm. And if you if you are on sale, and it's less than fifteen euros, and if it's less than ten, and less than five, these are the steps I find interesting because under fifteen, that's just like a feeling thing for me. Fifteen euros, I think, is for me, it feels like uh, not a big amount of money, like a medium mm -hmm. for a game. Under 10, you get in the special bracket in Steam. That's games under 10 euro. And there's also like a games under 5 euro bracket. Mm -hmm. So to be landing there when we are on sale is a thing, good thing, I think. Yeah, so 30 sales we have almost. <laughs> almost, yeah. 29. Are we allowed to show this, by the way? Our data. Oh, okay. Um, did we consider contacting a publisher as support for marketing? We did um, contact publishers before we got the funding, I think. Um, we, we went on a big publisher search. Oh, that's, this looks weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so <laughs> now we went there we contacted uh, a bunch and they all turned us down for we ha already have someone we're just like indie publisher or not the kind of game we are looking for right now or just most of them didn't answer i think we have a publisher list there as well the same folder possibly yeah but yeah 
They didn't want us to know we don't share our <laughs> couple of bucks with them. <laughs> you can you can look into it, but uh, probably not that interesting. Maybe. <laughs> what, which publisher does good marketing anyway? Most of them just put your game in their portfolio and that's it. <laughs> yeah, that was also the fear a, a little bit. But then there was no reason to be afraid of that because no one wanted us. <laughs> we, we had this one, one publisher uh, who actually wanted to publish a game from us and that was... Um, that was the classic wizard game, mm -hmm. and they reached out for us. And uh, do you remember the name of them? I do not. They they are the publishers of the Leisure Suit Larry games. I think that's the biggest uh, IP they had. Mm -hmm. And it was this weird dude, and we uh, yeah, he was really pushy. Uh, he wanted to give us. I think. I think the deal would have been okay, but yeah. It didn't feel like they would do a lot of work, and they would uh, require us to to do a couple more stuff with the wizard. And we kind of went so interesting, and he was so pushy, just that we we um, went and hmm. declined. And yeah, he was a bit upset about that. It was uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what it was. I'm just looking at the publishers of. Leisure Suit Larry, nothing. Sound. I mean, of course, I know Sierra and Codemasters, but I don't think it was them. <laughs> so nothing rings a bell. It's just, a, it's just the new ones. Um, but I guess we also don't need to name names while we are trash-talking people. It's just half the fun if you don't name names, right? <laughs> You're so blown out. <laughs> yeah, sorry. It's because of the, the line background. <laughs> the browser okay well I, i'm not gonna look for the offending person but yeah shining brightly <laughs> yeah yeah so we're not rich yet <laughs> yet just good looking So, I guess that's that. We'll get there. Yeah. Did we talk about that in the last stream? About? That we, we kind of kind of fine with not having too oh, much yes. of a community mm -hmm. because we got a bit hectic. <laughs> it uh, settled down quite a bit now. Um, but I think if we had like like too many people in our uh, little Discord, uh, yeah, that would become quite stressful again, and we'd have to make a lot of money for this to be uh, worth it. Worth it. <laughs> so yeah, I guess yeah. I mean, we do have money troubles, right? Um, but aside from these, it's it's fine. We are happy. <laughs> Eventually, I guess we will see if in the next year something changes, if we have to do some more contract work or whatever. We'll survive. We did so for seven years going on, seven years. 
Well, we are, well, technically we've been doing this for over eight now. Wow. Still got to do my, my Reddit post. <laughs> 35 years old and eight years ago, I quit my job to become a game dev. <laughs> and I've just released my first game on Steam. And then in the post I have to do, uh, just so you know, I was a game dev before, and this is actually the second game I published, but it's the first of my games on Steam. Well, we'll see if, if that works, if it's the right kind of uh, clickbait, or if I get uh, downvoted to oblivion for that. I mean, I guess don't admit to it, and if I doubt that anyone is gonna go deep, deep research. If someone else, hey, that's the second one on Steam, can you say, yeah, but I didn't make it. <laughs> that's not, technically, that's not my game. It's a company's game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I made that, you made this. Yeah. Completely different. Exactly. That's why I also always can't answer people with various problems they have when they stream the game, because I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah. So, what else do we have going on? Is there anything else going on? I got a couple of old notes. Um, old notes? Wow. Yeah, I wanna, wanna hear one? Sure. So you, does the name Mark Ferrari ring a bell? No. No. I've heard of Ferraris before. Yeah, you have heard of Mark Ferrari as well. Have uh, I? Yeah. Who's that? Mark Ferrari. It's the, it's the pixel art uh, color shift dude. Oh, from. Monkey Island and stuff. Okay, yeah. Can you can you show oh, go on his website? Absolutely. Because, uh, may, maybe someone can help me here. Okay. And we are switching back to browser, browser mode and this browser. Wait, what? Bright. Ah, there we are. So is this the right one? Yeah. Then you should have uh, some artwork stuff, I think. Yeah. Um, there should be the, the color shift stuff somewhere. That's not it. Okay, so this is recent, maybe in archives. Yeah, probably. Yeah, scroll it down. There it is, I think, on the bottom. Yeah, that's it. Uh, and I think you can, if you click on one of those. Yeah, I've seen this one move before. Where is that moving now? I, yeah. I, I love these. Yeah, we can more easily find them by just looking at image search. Yeah, yeah all, all on the website and animated. I don't think you can find them animated. It's not moving. Somewhere else. It's also not moving. It should be moving. It's just a picture. 
But I've seen this move before. Where? Yeah, you have to go on his website for that. But this is his website. It's not moving. It's somewhere there. I know. I, I've seen it. <laughs> well, then send me the link. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Mark Ferrari. Um, okay. Allow the website. Um, image archives. 8 bit. Ah, color cycling. Move, damn it. <laughs> Why does it move? We have to look for color. Ah, no, no, no. Okay, so on the website, if, if you go on um, image archives, scroll down, then you have the 8 bit color cycling, and then there's a text to view the image above color cycling, color shifting, go here or here. Yeah, you see the text? Yeah, and then you have to click on that. Yeah, and no, uh, oh, this looks so pretty and peaceful. And I want that as my background. <laughs> I want that as a, as a... just as my wallpaper animated though but I, I I've tried it a bunch of times now but I can't I can't make it happen it's so dark yeah you can in the show options you can uh, change the day of time and stuff like that I think no ah, okay then you have to all ah, right The stream has paused. Crapman has minimized the application. Oh, okay. Right. This is so cool stuff. And yeah, what he does is um, he has a couple of colors, and you can see it in the palette on the right side. And he cycles through um, the the image, the yeah, the colors basically, and then. Uh, your eye perceives it as an um, yeah, animation, as rain going down or like the water spreading. And he has, yeah, he's he's um, thought this up. He's invented it. This is especially nice. Yeah, if you go dark. So this is my actual background, the the dark one, the twelve am I think. Yeah, that's the one, but had without animation because. Yeah. And I wonder if, if anyone can make a GIF out of that. Can I have a GIF as a background? I mean, it's Windows 10. It should be possible, right? I don't know. I mean, they used to have the active desktop or whatever that was called. I don't know if that's still hmm. a thing. I mean, maybe I can just have like a website in the background, HTML5 or so, and like let that run. Maybe.
but yeah, uh, some some really cool stuff. For sure. And he has this this nice fantasy vibe. I mean, uh, this is a bit too fantasy for me. I think <laughs> too much. But most of the the stuff he does like this. That's completely my jam. <laughs> Not bad at all. No. And yeah, he, I think he invented this. Mm. Yeah, that was in the in the Monkey Island documentary. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think yeah, he, he now works on on console stuff or like on all the no no not consoles. He's working on this uh, like the Internet of Things stuff because now everything has like some kind of uh, processor unit in there and the and a little display and they don't have a lot of space so they they're coming back to this this kind of animation style hmm. because it's just so resourceful hmm. windows has that gifcat uh, has animated wallpapers for windows 10. and i'm wondering i have uh, i have yet to find on oh, this like ah the the waves they look so good and it's just color shift it's yeah. just crazy. I find that hard to imagine that that is actually. It's a static picture. It's just that a couple of colors get cycled. And somehow it, it looks like there are waves crashing in. Incredible. Yeah, so, yeah. He, he yeah, in the documentary, he, tell, he talks about how he perfected this style. And then the hardware just went so good that nobody cares about it anymore yeah. but then <laughs> the new internet uh, like every everything is a computer now so now it's it's he's uh thought of thought after again thought sort after yeah right yes which is really nice Idyllic. Yeah, if you're listening to us on Spotify, um, yeah. we're looking at really pretty pictures. <laughs> yeah, but I checked recently. I don't think anyone is. No. Just bad. You know. Not bad. Just being conscientious. <laughs> sure. Right. Any other interesting old notes? Or should we do a topic again? Or... What should we? Mm -hmm. What was that? Uh, any more interesting old notes, or should we do a topic? Or what do we want to? What do we Let's call do it? Let's do topic. Topic. What? Why can't I? Yes. Okay. That's not what I wanted at all. 
There we go, right? Is that there now? Yes, okay, then, ooh. Excitement! What might come up today? Pet, Pet peeves. peeves. We have that already. Uh, I think all of these are kind of similar and related. <laughs> Pet peeves. Uh, oh, very nice. I like, I like this view. Pet peeves. So what pet peeves do you have? Can you think of anything off the top of your head? Mm, well, I have a love-hate uh, love relationship with games that let me pick up everything. Uh, we kind of had that topic in uh, Red King Entertainment stream about Gothic, where you can't pick up everything <laughs> because your inventory is uh, infinite. And I think you don't, you, you don't slow down, right, if you have too much stuff. All right. I don't think so. so that's fine. That's great. Then I, if you, if I can take it all in, then it's great. But if it kind of looks like I should be taking all, but I'm not sure what I should take, but uh, my inventory is limited. That's, that's, that's tough for me. That's, that's. So inventory management is your pet peeve. No, I, lo I love inventory management. Don't get me wrong. It's just. There's a good way and a bad way to do this. And uh, either you just give me so much stuff and that's it's it's clear like Diablo one or two that I, that I just pick up like the most interesting stuff, that's fine. If you do it like um, the Witcher, the first Witcher does did, where I have limited space, but basically I don't want to carry around swords. Mm. from other people because there's just no use and they're not that that uh, expensive anyway that's good but like the latest witcher where he can really carry a lot of stuff and um there are like multiple pages that you go through and then you have to um look out that you don't carry too much <sighs> and that's that's getting annoying really fast mm. So it would be like my first pet peeve. Sure, I, I can think of another one. I guess. Yeah, Skyrim, Skyrim is like that. So... Especially if you pick up like dragon bones. Yeah, they're so heavy. They're so stupid heavy. At least they, they didn't have also like the, the inventory where you have to put it in the, the squares as well. <laughs> it's, it's good that you don't have to manage that too. Akarum has that as well. There's a lot of stuff that's heavy and there's just so much crafting and you don't really know what's what's worth what, like what you could need along the way. That's that's really tough to to manage your inventory because it's uh, weight and it's space. And you have multiple characters that so that, that makes it a bit better. So I can give I have like one big guy who can carry everything. Mm. Hmm, what do I dislike except everything? Um, I think I just, uh, that seems so obvious, like the busy work. You have to do a grinding or something like that. Um, also, like I'm still kind of now and then uh, trying to finish the second Tomb Raider, the second mm -hmm. new one. 
it's called Rise of the Tomb Raider, right? Yeah. Um, so, so like all the and all the upgrades, I'm not that interesting, hmm. and it's yeah, I don't know. Like I level up, but I don't also don't care because all the things that they have, I don't really need them. And it feels like just a yeah, kind of a lazy superfluous system on top of it. So it feels like you have something that you can do, but it's not really interestingly designed or anything. Like in the first one, I liked that a lot more. The upgrades felt more hmm. sensible. Like they actually do something, and these they just feel like they yeah, like token upgrades. Hmm. I guess that's also. I was also just thinking. Um, I mean, it's not a pet peeve. I just don't like, I guess, uh, randomly generated stuff. Mm. Or like, at least that which I recognize as randomly generated stuff, I tend to dislike because I think it looks pretty empty and boring and it's, it feels lazy, mostly. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's not really a pet peeve. Yeah. What's a pet peeve? I man? hate when games generate things. RNG. Mm. <laughs> um, no. Yeah, I think what I, what I what what's really pet what is it? I think a pet peeve for me would be if the game, but it's kind of what we talked about before, if a game uh, saves before the cutscene and then the end boss starts. So when I die, I have to watch the cutscene again. Oh God, yes, that's a good one. That, that's that's something I really that really grinds my gears. Oh, also, if like I hate that in GTA Four, I think it was. Every time you screwed up a mission and you had to restart it, you had to drive there first for five minutes, <laughs> and with a with a gosh dang motorcycle mission <laughs> they are always <laughs> terrible and yeah. you imme i immediately fail at these things and i can't even iterate quickly because it always takes me five minutes to drive where i need to be to watch that yeah. court shot cutscene to immediately fail in catching the guy that i'm chasing it's that is oh yes that's a pet peeve that is really annoying <laughs> Uh, and this is saying this reminds me a bit of Baldur's Gate. I remember a mission where you had to find a dead person and bring back the corpse, but none of my characters could really carry it, so I had to place some space apart and uh, game it because you could swap inventory over a short distance. Nice. <laughs> that is that is a good solution to a stupid problem. <laughs> oh man! But Baldur's Gate, uh, I mean Baldur's Gate too like a pet peeve i think that uh, i guess one thing that would annoy probably everyone is is the you need to gather your party to venture forth hmm. because you couldn't just go at the edge of the map with one character no you had to get all of your characters to the edge and only then you could continue because yeah maybe your character is somewhere else engaged in a fight or whatever um, but even if they are not, in, like, this is something the game should do for you. If I, if there is no character in fight and I go to the edge of the map, let's just move. And I think there's there's a fan patch out that removes that because it was just so stupidly annoying. Luckily, no other game, I think, does that. <laughs> there's also, um, 
companions or something like that mm. who like block your path, who stand in your way, and then you can't walk through the door until you like run away a little further so they follow you, so you can walk around. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, Diablo one has has this problem a lot with the like you you summon a golem and then it it runs in the door behind you and that <laughs> you are the caster now in the room and you can't get out and he can't get in. Uh, yeah. And the pathfinding in Diablo 1 is also really, really annoying. I mean, we are playing like the Chernobog mod, which is a remake of the game, basically. But if you click somewhere and like you walk there and like someone you play with walks there, and then the character of your friend walks in the doorway, hmm. your pathfinding immediately updates and he runs it the other way because that's no, <laughs> he can't get through the door and then he as soon as the doorway is free again he double backs uh and continues to walk that way and that's that's annoying that's really you know bad pathfinding mm -hmm. definitely a pet peeve <laughs> oh i have another one yeah do you want to go first um what was i gonna say i don't know what it also had something to do with tomb raider pathfinding so we were at companions we were talking i mean what's also annoying is when companions um like run straight into battle and then you have to do, like if they mess up your your strategy because they just oh, overly aggressive <laughs> <laughs> companions that have no concept of their own limitations and strength and weaknesses yeah oh right um any kind of running exhaustion type cool down thing like i don't know what they were thinking in the rise of the tomb raider you can dive for like 10 seconds like and then she dies and i'm like i can hold my breath longer than that please stop it with this nonsense <laughs> it's not making it more realistic or more challenging it's just yeah. annoying if they die after literally 10 seconds <laughs> This was some kind of phase, like right with the limitation of how fast you can, how long you can sprint, and, oh, and, and hunger, and like this hunger, right? Annoying management stuff. That's <laughs> yeah. Uh, when this is a strong pet peeve for me is non-skippable tutorial boxes. Me too. Especially yes. when I'm trying to record footage. Uh, which frees the game. I remember, for example, Sekiro. First time is okay, but if I play it again, I do not want to see the stupid windows. Um, yeah, tutorials. Yeah. tutorials Definitely need tough. to be yeah. optional. Mm. I mean, you, you get annoyed by, just by the pop-up we have there. Mm. <laughs> it's just Absolutely, I find it enough. annoying because there's something moving. I'm like, yes, I know that. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. What did you want to uh, say? So mine is a classic, a classic video game tropey annoyance. Unskippable uh, intros. Two, no, no, but uh, two, 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 two problems. <laughs> Similar vein. So first off, are invisible barriers. Second, uh, knee-high barriers that I can't jump over or yeah. can't step over. That's the worst. It's even worse than like the the invisible barriers. The, these are bad enough, but if, if there's like a fence and Geralt just can't step over it, <laughs> can't do everything, but he can't get over this fence. Man, this is annoying. 
completely breaks like i mean i i get used to it and i, I think like okay this character just wouldn't do that okay let's let's role play it like that but in most cases it breaks my immersion yeah that's also this classic uh criticism of like shooters and stuff you have like a huge bazooka but to get through the store you need a key <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> somehow it doesn't work there <laughs> Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess I, in general I just have like pointless tasks. That's why I get that men guess that management stuff and I don't feel like I'm not I'm not playing a game to get exhausted after five seconds of running. I just wanna mm. I don't wanna play that realism. I wanna play what happens when I finally get to where I need to go bad enough that I have to run there. <laughs> yeah. I mean you you do walk a lot faster in most games than you can in real but it just doesn't feel like that so with the 10 seconds and Tomb Raider with holding your breath it's it's probably not 10 seconds in, in her world it's like it's like five minutes or so but still it, it's for the experience of the player right so 10 seconds is just not enough I was thinking about that because um, I, I mean I find these things annoying because they happen too quickly and too much but if you like stretch them out more realistically then you really don't need that mechanic anymore and that's why I'm thinking why do I need it in the first place really it's just to annoy me arbitrarily <laughs> that's why uh, what is that called the Kojima game with the, the balancing Which simulator one? sorry again come again the balancing simulator Death, Death Stranding. Ah. Uh, that's why that sounds horrible to me. It was like the boring task of just walking through an empty landscape compounded by having to balance this thing the entire time. Like, now walking is made more difficult. Why? Well, again, again, you haven't played the game, so don't judge it. <laughs> I think it could work. I haven't played it either, so I can't judge it. <laughs> Neither would... Yeah. Um, ah, yes, I remember... Oh, sorry. When this is saying, ah, yes, I remember some games where a small boulder, not even a foot tall, blocks you, but you have a climb mechanic to get over three meter high walls. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially games where you can jump, and then you jump, you try to jump over it, then, but run into the invisible wall. <laughs> Just immersion breaking. And I think that's, that's why like Tomb Raider needs... Uh, needs uh, a breath mechanic, even if it if it would be like five minutes, and uh, you never feel like the limits of it, but that you see that 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 it's she's underwater, and there's a limitation just just for immersion's sake. I mean, in the old games, it was fine. Uh, you also had that meter, but it was like I don't know, thirty, forty-five seconds that you could be underwater, maybe mm. even a minute. I, it, I never got into a situation. Where I couldn't like dive into something into a into a cave underwater, pick up an item and swim back out. Um, that mm. always worked easily, and yeah. Mm. So I don't know what they were thinking, but <laughs> uh, but this with the jumping right now that just reminds me of that's not a pet peeve. That's just something I find super nice in the gothic uh, thingy. Um, we saw Red King try to. I think jump somewhere, but it was either 
it's underwater, right? All right, getting out of the water, so he wouldn't jump up. forward. He would only jump straight up. It <laughs> <laughs> was so great. That was so great, oh, and God. especially like remembering these times and how, how annoying that is just to watch, watch him jump. <laughs> Um, another thing which annoys me is fake time pressure if some mission tells you oh some evil will do something really bad and you can just um, scan 40 hours in the game and if you decide to go to the quest place you get something like how did you arrive here so fast Um, yeah I, I, I can accept that it takes me a little bit out. What I can't accept is time limits. This would be a pet peeve for me. Every mission that's time critical, except if it's like, it, it feels correct, but just like a time limit on something. Uh, I hate it. I hate it. Uh, that's something that immediately makes me quit the game. If I don't manage to do it immediately, just to repeat it to be faster, not in, not interesting for me. No, thank you. Hmm. I wonder if that ever worked anywhere for me. Time limits. I think isn't there in in one of the Mass Effect games where it matters how fast you do something. Um. So there it some, is some... in the second one. Um, there's a colony of um, earthlings getting abducted by the thingies who then melt them into biomaterial for their reapers. Um, Mm. And from the moment that they get captured, uh, there is a soft timer on this. You can um, do, I think, three other missions um, and it's still fine. But if you take like five missions to get to that, then half of them are dead. And if you take 10 missions to get there, then all of them or most of them are dead or something like that. So it's kind of tied to like how much other stuff you do in between. Uh, Mm. Kind of an end game scenario, right? And if you then say, oh, I'm going to do all the side quests first, well, then you're going (laughs) to arrive late. But it's not like you have one hour to complete this game. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That, that, That's something like it's a real kind of time pressure, right? Yeah, but they it's were, not it's not a time limit. Yeah, they were always also really good. Even in the first one, they didn't have that. It always felt like there was an urgency mm. to everything you're doing without. And so it's possible, right, to like make a game feel urgent without just slapping a timer somewhere and saying now it's exciting yeah. because there's a number yeah. running down. That's <laughs> yeah, so lazy. Although in I guess the one game where I will accept that is uh, Prince of Persia. The first one that was always on a 60 minute timer mm. and mostly because you actually don't need much more time than that so you yeah, can i guess pretty easily get through yeah. without minding the timer <laughs> yeah or, or like a minute where, where it's like the core of that. the game basically mm. that's, that's okay interesting how do you guys feel about inventory stuff that can expire? Like you collect food and it rots over time? What fresh hell is this? <laughs> Never heard about that uh, of that before. Yeah, it's that a, sounds it's a, a survival game thingy. Oh, I, I can accept it in in stuff like Don't Starve, 
where you can make uh, food um what's it called like more durable yeah preserve it or something like yeah pre preserve it with different ways so if i have like options for that that's fine but yeah it's very it's on the line to to getting annoying all the time and i think that's also the reason why it's not more common in games because think... it's a really annoying thing because yeah. you you like the the fell the time you feel as a player and the time that is in game this is such a difference it, it's just really annoying to like play for an hour and then all your good food is spoiled because of this three days in the game or whatever yeah that seems like a thing only if the annoyance is the point i would probably like um i don't know if that's something that happens in this war of mine but you know where it's kind of the point trying to survive in war and it's difficult and annoying and so the and, yeah, and, yeah the gameplay is optimizing your resources and then yeah. they can spoil that, and, that and it's supposed to be stressful and annoying right yeah. so in that sense i could imagine um dragon's dogma i don't know that game it's apparently a really, really cool game. I think I bought it a couple, couple. It's a, it's a cool role-playing game, but um, oh, it's kind of a recent-ish. Or I'm seeing no, 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 no. It's, it's pretty old. Okay, maybe that's maybe the that, second that, that, or that's new the part. remake or like the. But it's supposedly a, just a, like a hidden gem, a, a great Japanese. Um, made but classic role-playing game so it's a western role-playing game made by japanese um studio i think got they had, they had like a really cool trailer with like the you you fight huge creatures you you can climb on them to kill them and pretty cool role-playing experience apparently i have never tried the game but i have bought it when when it was on sale at some point i think yeah. Um, yeah, 2012, the original came out apparently, and then 2016, they did what we did and put an enhanced version <laughs> on PC. Yeah, I mean they already did that for consoles in 2013, it seems, but the Steam release is 16. Um, well, I guess you could stream that sometime, and then I'll think about if I like to check that out. <laughs> yeah, after Arcanum then. And this year they did a Netflix series. Huh? Uh, when this was saying uh, in this year there was a Netflix series of Dragon's Dogma. Netflix. Well, I did like the the Witcher, the Witcher Netflix series, and and that was trashy enough. I don't think Dragon's Dogma will will be my cup of tea. <laughs> I might try it. I've uh, started watching uh, Basilisk again. You remember that one? That was the, we we saw them come on camera. What the hell? Vaguely remembered. Yeah, it's a it's a cool anime. Twenty four episodes, I think. Um, what was it? <laughs> ninja Ninja Clan versus Ninja Clan. Ten ninjas again. Ten other ninjas, all with cool individual skills and weaknesses and characters and everyone who dies is properly mourned 
really really cool stuff I, I still like it a lot although it's a bit it's a bit simplistic it's a bit um let's say male centric <laughs> uh fan fan survey uh weird it's got weird weird um it's weirdly sexual at points it, like it's it's never really really a topic that's discussed or that it's about it's just that all the most of the women have like huge boobs and um get framed weirdly and then there are a couple of um sexual assaults in there for drama but um i still if you can cope with that i'd still recommend it if you like anime of course if you like old schooly high violence um ninja action Recommended. Kind of in the vein of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, just more serious. And yeah, I don't know. Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, it's, it's become, for me, it's become too much. Like there are no rules. What I like about the, the Basilisk anime is that every character has his, um, his ability and that ability works to the rules of the world and can be beaten. And it's not like Jojo's Bizarre Adventure where they like make up new abilities when they need them and then forget them again for the rest of the series until <laughs> until there's a point where they wanted to, to use it again. And so, sorry, uh, that that's the anime run for today. <laughs> <laughs> I think what I also, I guess it's not directly a pet peeve, so it's just something where I sometimes wish that wasn't so, uh, day-night cycles that are too quick. Um, and like Gothic for me is like right on the, on the border of getting annoying because it's relatively easy to like reset to the morning, but I do that a lot hmm. um, because yeah, I want to attack with people and I guess at night they're not talking to you and stuff and so it's if that happens too quickly then I'm kind of like Ugh, why <laughs> yeah basically anything where the game makes the unfun things kind of more tedious um it reminds me fix um stuff on tables in like 3d third person or first person role-playing games where where there's like stuff you should be able to interact with that's just fixed in the level yeah also just it's just mostly for me it's i think immersion breaking or yeah yeah mostly immersion breaking that that's what i don't like the game reminds me that uh, that's not real and again i don't know if that counts it as a pet peeve but i've really come to dislike journal based narratives mm. like i don't actually mind walking simulators but i very much dislike lazy walking simulators yeah that's i think just... it's become a fad that's really <laughs> I guess it, I, I like it if, if it's uh, synchronized, if I can listen to it. 
but if I have to read it, oh, no, thank you. Yeah, that and when it's like you're just walking through only medium interesting lead designed levels and then the texts you read are like, ooh, so vague and mysterious and I guess anything that just, you know, imitates the artifice of mystery without, you know, understanding the mechanics of mystery. I feel like that, that is something, that's a pet peeve. <laughs> Good mystery needs subtext and it's not just not, I don't, there's something I'm not telling you. <laughs> yeah. that, that can, yeah. Yeah, that was with, um, uh, I think it's called The Old City. Um, it's a Lovecraft mm. walking simulator and I played that because I love the soundtrack. I like found that on a like noirish um, playlist on Spotify. And I was like, oh, that sounds neat. Let's try the game. And then I was really just walking through really boring, not, not the worst environments that I've seen, but not that interesting. And then all the texts were just blah. Like mm. just rambling that was like trying to sound mysterious, but I played through it, but I'm not sure why or for what, or why someone decided to do this. What is what they were trying to, what was the, the thing that made them say, I want to put this out into the world. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Maybe that's the true mystery. And backtracking that's too long and too boring like if you what was that recently i watched someone something maybe it was uh in the in those old japanese horror games um yeah i think it was uh, nitro red uh did a retro review or something and there was somewhere you had to go up uh um what are these things called uh, the light yeah. lighthouse you go up a lighthouse get a key there then take a boat that is very slow to another island to unlock mm. something there to get an item to bring that back there to get something from that to bring it back to get something to then finally open that doorway where at and it just sounds like Tedious. why would anyone do this <laughs> like no part of this is fun <laughs> We need another uh, half an hour gameplay to to be on the twenty hour mark or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I feel like backtracking can be cool if it is if it feels like coming home to something familiar. Or um, if you are afraid, still afraid, like the Resident Evil backtracking. I've never played that, but that always sounds interesting because it's one house, as far as I understand, and you can only yeah. access different parts over time and it starts to change and stuff, right? I haven't played it myself. I just know it secondhand as well. Yeah, but that's it. sort of how I understand. That's the kind of thing that I really like because you're not just running through an empty level to pick up an item five levels back, but it's things mm. start to change and yeah. the place you knew kind of starts to change. That also sounds so interesting about um, Silent Hill... Was it just called The Room? I think the fourth one. Uh, I don't know. Because but you kind of wake How up. about you, you think about it and I go pee because I really have to pee and okay. I think we're going to go for it more than a couple of minutes before we stop. <laughs> well, I guess we should stop soon.
But yes, the room. That's that's a game that looks interesting. I'm gonna gonna have to try that sometime. Um, yeah, because you, I guess the setup is that you uh, you start out in your apartment, but suddenly it's different, and there's a thousand locks on your door, and you can look through the people, and it seems to change what people are running around out there who also can't hear you. And then there's a portal somewhere where you go then on your missions and stuff and sort of like a, I guess it's sort of like a central hub and I also like that in Dragon Age you had that camp um, and it was not not the most interesting version of that because it was kind of a kind of a very rudimentary camp <laughs> uh, it's not the most interesting location by itself, but um, but the soundtrack was very nice there, and it always felt like, oh yeah, this is this is home. And I guess, of course, uh, Mass Effect is like the best example, obviously, always the best example, because um, you're returning to your ship and talking to your crew and all of that. That's really that's really nice there I don't mind at all running through the same locations a thousand times because I get to talk to my <laughs> crew and advance those relationships and stuff so yeah so that can work if it's done well um, and I'm pretty sure that's all I can think of for today so Guess we'll just wait for Jan to come back. Maybe. Maybe not. Is there anything else we can look at in the meantime? Probably not. Oh, and I hear something. There you are. <laughs> so, yes, I was just saying that uh, in Dragon Age and Mass Effect, I do like that having that central hub where you run through the same ship hundred thousand times but because it's you get to talk to your crew and things change yeah it's and it's your home neat. you feel yeah. like uh you know that more and more and all that stuff yeah yes and that's um so that's something that sounded super interesting about uh, silent hill the room or just room um the thing is you basically you wake up and your room is different like there's a thousand locks on your door and hmm. uh, and then there's like a portal in the wall where you can then go into the whatever world uh, and do your missions and you always come back and recharge in your room so that's where you heal and everything mm -hmm. but some way through the game spoiler <laughs> um, your room also becomes possessed and you no longer heal there and there's apparitions and kind of things you need to solve then and so basically your home gets invaded and I thought this was like a really neat mechanic to establish this as a safe place and then <laughs> take that away from you yeah perverted and distorted that's <laughs> yeah, interesting like in, in a power fantasy game you'd say you put up all limitations and then you take him away yeah. in a horror game you do the other way around right you, you give guess, give yeah. him stuff and then you take them away <laughs> that certainly sounds like an interesting approach something to think about yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I think we've exhausted everything that's to exhaust. 
So exhausted. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. This was fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, next week I'll be in Konstanz, my hometown. So, In the week after that, my wife is going to be here. <laughs> yes. That's a coincidence. <laughs> I'm not afraid of your wife. Why would you say that? <laughs> Um, that should be, that yeah, should be so fun. so new background will be there old background yeah <laughs> so yep. we just keep changing it up yeah nothing else will change it's like so. my my beard in a new year then mm. maybe Right, so I gotta go to the loo also, so <laughs> yes. thanks for joining us. Yes. <laughs> Have fun and yeah, join me tomorrow if you want for another dev stream going through all the levels. Maybe you will find out how to uh, continue the game. Mm. See all the new stuff I hide there and yeah. Yeah, maybe. Just have fun. Maybe I'll do that as well with the soundtrack now that I'm working on it. I just gotta, I guess, do a test run because um, yeah, the way I work on that is like I have a loop and I build on that and then I do the arrangement later. So you listen basically to the same 15 seconds for an hour. <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe someone is interested in how I make the music. Um, so yeah. Anyway. Have a nice weekend. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.